How's it going? It's your girl Rush. I want to thank y'all for joining me for this episode. I'm kickstarting this one. Um, this is a trigger warning part two. Um, I want to continue discussing uh, this subject matter from my previous one. Um, and I guess continue on for it. Um, honestly, I like to... I really believe in discussing things with your friends, um, especially your close girlfriends. Um, for me as a female, I find those things are extremely important. And because I do want to know kind of other girls' sides of things. And especially, I mean, then I also consider, you know, when me and friends come from kind of the similar place or similar backgrounds, we have a lot of correlations. And then there's thoughts of like, okay, well... Do, does um, economy uh, take part in our rural community that leads to a lot of these things? You know, there's a lot of questions. Like, uh, for me, I think about, like, it's kind of... Because it does strike me how many of us females that, especially I know in my personal life, who something's happened to them. Men, too. Men fucking, too. Um, and so... I uh, want to kickstart this one off with... Um, <sighs> with, you know, uh, when I'm going through Facebook and I see someone post something that, like, shows statistics, I do go Google those, you know, I do check them, um, just because I'm like, wow, is it that number that way? And I happened to, um, have a disagreement with a man the other day because I was discussing how rape is really prevalent for a lot, in a lot of women's lives, and... I had, I had misspoke the statistic, 100%, I totally mistaken, he said, oh, it's impossible, it couldn't be that many, and I'm just like, you know, I was like, of course I'll double check that statistic, but I remember, like, last I'd heard, like, that was the statistic, but I'll double check it, um, but, and it was, I believe I'd said one in two, or something like that, one in two or three, um, and I was, I was like, and he's like, I don't think it's that, and I said, you know, I was like, true, it may not be, I was like, but it's still really prevalent, and I think, you know, I was like, oh, for a lot of guys, they just don't want to, I was like, but dude, even if it wasn't that crazy of a number, I was just like, the fact that I'm, you know, bringing it up and it's just, you're disregarding the thought that there's no way in hell it could be that many. Cause I said one and two or one and three. And what I did was I went to the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, um, to review, um, some of those statistics just because I'm like, okay, you know, I can't miss, you know, I can't be, like, popping off statistics that don't fucking exist, that don't, you know, and that was my, you know, misquote, and that was my bad, so I checked it, and it was one in five women, I mean, that's still a fucking lot, okay, like, that's, I'm not saying, like, I'm like, okay, I was off by a couple, but not too far fucking off, okay, and I'm probably going to bring this up to the dude. Like, you're partially right, but it's still fucking a lot. And this was, like, what struck me. Okay, I'm going to read some of these statistics. So, 1 in 5 women and 1 in 71 men will be raped at some point in their lives. In the U.S., 1 in 3 women and 1 in 6 men experience some form of contact sexual violence in their lifetime. It was the one, there was the 1 in 3. That was what I was thinking of um, when I spouted that to him. Um... <clears throat> 51.1% of female victims of rape reported being raped by an intimate partner and 40.8% by an acquaintance. 
52.4% of male victims report being raped by an acquaintance and 15.1% by a stranger. Almost half, 49.5% of multiracial women and over 45% of American Indian Alaskan Native women were subjected to some form of contact sexual violence in their lifetime. 91% of victims of rape and sexual assault are female and 9% are male. In 8 out of 10 cases of rape, the victim knew the perpetrator. 8% of rapes occur while a victim is at work. Now, so... First and foremost, like, the thing, it's like the numbers. The numbers fucking hit me. And it's like, that's not to talk about things that go unreported. Okay? Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> and it's like to sit here and it's just like, okay, uh, if it's, you know, one in five women and then almost half, you know, of that, of multiracial women, you know, and it's how fucking horrendous, like, how fucked is this? And then it's like, okay, it's like, hey, it is really fucking prevalent. But then also I just saw, um, this, I've been seeing it online and on the news too. I don't know if anyone else has heard about, um, a woman who's been in a vegetative state for 14 years gives birth in the hospital bed. And authorities investigate likely sexual assault. Likely. The motherfuckers used likely. What? She could not consent. She's been in a veggies. Oh my god. It's like. It's like when flat, earthier, flat earthers are like, we have support around the globe. You're like, yo, flat earth society, you should really, like, reevaluate what you just said. <laughs> you know? Like. It, it's like in the first line, literally, woman in a vegetative state for 14 years. And, um, it's like, first and foremost, this is why the fuck the Me Too movement happens. This is why, and like, I repost and I said, this is why, because there's some women who can't speak for themselves. And then, um, someone had made a point on it. Um, that I really was like, f you know, stuff like I was thinking of too, but, um, that I, you know, it's like the things that no one thought of this, like no one noticed this. Like, for example, um, I'm going to write what this, uh, person wrote or right. <laughs> I'm going to read what this person wrote. Um, she was in a vegetate that they're investigating the likelihood she was raped likelihood. She was in a vegetative state, non-verbal state, for 14 years. The staff didn't know she was pregnant, meaning she wasn't receiving any reproductive care. The women could get the women could get pregnant. So were they just letting her bleed all over herself every month? What why wasn't it noted on her menstrual cycle stopped? How were her anatomical changes not noted when she was bathed or changed? And how dare the word likelihood be mentioned? And I agree. This person said, this makes me sick. I fucking agree. Um, because, yeah, it's like, no one fucking noticed this. And, it, and then my question, too, is, like, like, just no one noticed? No one noticed she was pregnant? Like, nine fucking months, homegirls on her back. I, how do you not notice? And then it's just, like, how safe are people in, people who can't defend themselves, how safe are people? 
And how fucking disgusting is that? How horrendous. I mean, it's like when you wake up the next fucking morning and you're not sure what the fuck happened. Sure as fuck no, something fucked did, though. I mean, I'm just saying, as a girl, that's happened to. Like, you wake up and you're not exactly remember everything that happened. Sure as fuck remember pain, though. You remember bleeding. You remember all blurry, fucked up bits. That's for damn sure. And I'm over here just like, how fucking insane would it be to, you know, have this child? Now I'm like, well, what's going to happen to that child? Is her family going to take in this child? What the fuck? You know, it's like, those are the questions. I mean, I think about, it's like an innocent child caught up in all of this, which, you know, makes my heart hurt, because, again, it's another fucking kid that, what's gonna happen? I mean, because I don't, I uh, personally, like, haven't seen anything that's, like, um, explained, like, what the likelihood of the mom waking up. I mean, she's been a vegetative state for 14 years. I don't think she's waking up anytime soon. Um, you know? To... And it's just, like, so... And then I had um, heard on the news the other day, like, uh, other parents who had, you know, their um, their family members, or their kids, and there's other family members, they were like, you know, there's no um, cameras in the facility. There's no... They were like, yeah, there used to be a security guard at night, and then it's just like... So, no one's fucking checking this out? Like, no one, you know, I'm over here just like, how the fuck is that place not being shut the fuck down? But then it's like, there's only so many places, um, that people can go with their family members that they're not able to care for, which isn't anyone's fault. Like, it happens. I mean, some people, you know, they get an accident, some people are born that way, and it's what life is. Shit fucking happens. And that doesn't make someone any less of anybody and that they don't deserve to be fucking taken care of properly and medically in a facility and to be safe. Like, that fucking disgusts me. How the fuck? It's like, you know, the the thought, the thought is what gets me. The thought um, is what, like, gets my heart. Like, are you fucking, ugh. And it, I guess it just, like, impresses me, like, there was, um, a, a kind of a, someone was chatting with me the other day, a friend of mine, and they mentioned, um, like, some beginning song lyrics to some Jethro Tull song, and it was, like, sitting on a park bench, sitting on a bench in the park, checking out the little girls, my thoughts are dark, or some weird... It was a twist. I, I didn't check, like, the exact lyrics, but it was, like, a, to that extent, kind of, and I was just like, what the fuck did you just say? Oh, well, that's just the beginning of the song. But do you not hear that? That sounds really fucking creepy. When you say you're sitting at a park and you're checking out little girls, is this a kid's park? Is this where there's school-age kids? Or are you, like, sitting at, like, a dog park and you're checking out women? Like, I'm kind of confused. I was like, and I'm just saying, it's a little fucking creepy. And the person was just like, oh, well, no, it's just, see, this was a, yeah, they were able to say that before, you know, people start watching what they said. I'm like, oh, you mean before people are being held accountable for what the fuck they're perpetrating? Well, no, it's just people knew that it was just the beginning of a song. And I'm just like, no, you know, a lot of things have been really prevalent, and I'm just like, Predators? I was like, 
I was like, oh, you mean someone being called out for being really predatory? Because that's creepy sounding. Almost before predatory was like a term. I'm like, no, people have been predators for a long fucking time. It's like, you mean you're being held accountable for it? You mean it's like, hold the fuck up, what's going on here? And that's what annoys me. Um, And I just read a really great thread where women explained um, the thought of... uh, like, why when men think they're just being nice and they approach us. And that was, like, a thing, too, I had a discussion with a male um, co-worker about, because he was like, well, you can't just say anything to women. And women just, you know, they could just decide it felt threatening. And I'm like, but who the fuck are you to decide it wasn't? I was like, you put it out there. You gave it to her. You can't be responsible for how she takes it, but you did put something out there. And I'm not saying, like, oh, you know... There hasn't, like, for me, I was like, it depends on the guy. I was like, it, de- it does. And they're like, yeah, because with some dudes it's okay and others it's not. And I'm like, yeah. It's like, if I fuck one dude, it doesn't mean I'm trying to fuck the next one. I was like, so if a dude who's, like, close to my kind of age and, like, we're checking each other out and he might say something like, hey, what's up, cutie, or some bullshit, or, you know, hey, baby girl, or whatever, and if I accept that, that's cool. If I don't want to, that's up to me. But then if it, there's another dude who's, like, twice my fucking age and creeping on it and he tries to come at me like he's my fucking age or some shit, and then it's like, oh, well, that's ageist. And I'm like, I don't like fucking with dudes who are my father's age. I was like, maybe that's a thing for me. Like, that I don't, I don't have daddy issues like that. And I'm like, and then again, I was like, how many dudes predator with that one? I was like, you know, like there was even a joke in the movie, The Big Bang Theory, um, that Leonard's mom made about if she, if he wanted to get with Penny, all she, he had to do was figure out what cologne her father wore, which is like, are you fucking, you bitch. Um, and that aside, so anyways, and I made the point to the guy that, that I was like, you know, but imagine... How is her view of her community if she feels she has to react that way? Maybe that's something you're not considering because you don't have to walk through the world the way she does. And and then um, I came across this great thread where a woman described, she said, okay, this is why maybe women are rude in public. She was like, I'm walking through. And, you know, and she, like, was walking her dog. And this guy offered her dog a biscuit. And she's like, okay, you know, nice, you know, and she's like, no big deal, commented the weather, because he was nice to her dog. And then you just kind of like, oh, so do you live near here? Or do you live in the area? And she just kind of, um, yeah, which, you know, already that's kind of, I mean, it's not a creepy question, but it could sound off an alarm. Like, okay, why are you trying to figure out where I live? But then it's like, oh, that's just a question, right? Okay. And then she just kind of, you know, is like, all right, well, I'm going to get going with my dog, you know, or some bullshit. Gets going. When she happens to take out her phone to text a friend, he follows her. And he's like, hey, I thought you had to go home. Which, first of all, who the fuck are you to question? She doesn't need to tell you why the fuck she gave you an excuse or not. Like, why do you think she had to? This is why. You're acting creepy. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, I was just texting a friend. Like, oh, well, where do you live? I see you a lot. Which, and she was like, whoa, I've never seen this guy before. So he says he's seen me around? That's fucking weird and creepy. So she said she lived in, like, a a different neighborhood, like a neighborhood over instead of where she really lived. 
And all of a sudden he's just like, oh, so do you have family near here? Do you live alone? And it's just like, and she's like, she's like, physically the dude's bigger than her. And she's breaking down like, uh, okay. She's, and luckily she's like, no, I don't live, you know, alone. I have a roommate, you know. And she's like, and then, so she's like, so I took an alternate route home. She was just like, and even, um, on the walk home, even that walk home, a dude commented how she should maybe watch her figure. She's like, probably because he needed, he wanted to watch my figure, which is bullshit. It's like, oh, you should change the way you look so that way you look better for me to look at. Fuck you. Anyways, and so she's discussing and it's like, this is why. Like, because the difference between something that, between someone just being nice and a creep could be your life. Could be the difference between you forever living with always feeling like, what could I have done differently? Maybe I should have acted differently. Maybe I should have went the other path. Maybe I should have been rude. Maybe I shouldn't have made direct eye contact. Because those are the things, among others, that play in a victim's head. I mean, those are the things that, that played in mine. Because, like I said, I feel that, you know, we want to believe we have so much control because we have this false sense. I mean, look at what social media does. We allow, we can control how people view us and what people see. We can put filters on our pictures. We can choose to post only the good, not and leave out the bad. Or we can choose to put all our drama out there. You know, like all sorts of shit. Or people have their fucking joint ass face account, Facebook accounts. It's like, all right, who cheated? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's weird to me. But, you know, we believe we have so much control and the point is is like the thin line between where we have control and where it's out of our control is sometimes such a gray area and it's like we don't want to believe you know because what I hate too is like people want to believe like oh well don't be a victim and it's like it's not (laughs) playing victim if you're calling what the fuck happened to you and It's okay to fucking have to process your traumas. And it's okay to have to deal with certain things. That's O-fucking-K. You know, no, it's no one's right to tell you how you should be processing something. The only times I feel like people should be giving fucking advice is when they're asked or when they're coming from a place of pure love of saying, Hey, I hope you're fucking doing okay. And I'm here for for you for whatever you need. Because honestly, sometimes the biggest help someone can give you is just them physically sitting there while you cry. Or while you just sit there. Someone who could just, for 10 seconds, put their hand on your shoulder or your back and be like, it's cool. Or someone who won't touch you at all because they get you have those boundaries right now. And, um... And, and that's what, you know, saddens me. It totally saddens me, such as what I was discussing a little bit in the first episode of the trigger warning. Um, it does, like, it's like, I think we want to justify, because it's like, you want to believe that if, that life is as simple, I think, we want to believe that life is so simple, we can say, if you don't do X, Y, Z, you won't get hurt. Bad things won't happen to you. You know, if you don't go out late at night, if you only parked in well-lit areas, if you don't go out alone, or if you're always in a group, never go by yourself anywhere, um, you know, don't go out late to clubs, don't sleep around, don't date, don't, you know, do all these things. And it's like, be hyper, hyper vigilant. And you could still get raped by someone you know. It could be a neighbor. It could be a friend. It could be anybody. 
and that's what's so frightening. Um, I remember I was watching a Red Table talk, and Jada Pinkett Smith made a comment about, or, well, her daughter Willow made the comment about how nothing's really happened to her after, like, the stories from her grandma and her mom, and she has this whole, like, you know, because you always told me to be vigilant in male company. And that was, like, something they're like, yeah, you always have to be hyper-vigilant in male company. And I think that's, like, the line, you know? It's like, we're taught to be fucking vigilant. And I listen to a lot of female empowerment music in between, you know? I won't lie. I fuck with, you know, like, Tech 9 and shit, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, There's, like, a level with things. I get that. But, you know... Dessa, uh, is an artist I listen to, and, um, she makes a point in her song Fire Drills, where she said, um, uh, she believes that women is worth, her life is much more worth a life than just vigilance. You know, that's not, you know, she's like, you can't, you know, basically she's saying, like, you can't do anything if your main ambition is just standing sentry to your innocence. Like, She's just like, that's not a way to live, and, you know, women, we deserve better than to live a life of vigilance, you know, she's like, otherwise it's just a life of running fire drills. I mean, that spoke to me, because if you think about it, it's like we're constantly like, okay, what could go wrong? The fire drills. Okay, if this happens, what's going to go down? I mean, growing up, it was like, you're going to know where all your exits are, right? Pay attention to what street signs you're at in case you got to jump out of the fucking car and you're going to call someone and say, hey, you know, I remember being given 50 cents and a special little pocket thing that was a keychain when the whole Amber Alert thing went down. I remember we, all of us kids... We all had to get fingerprinted at the senior center, and it was to put us in the system for an Amber Alert in case something happened. And we got given these little um, keychain things that had 50 cents. So that way, in case you're anywhere, you know, fucked up, you can get to a payphone. Well, good luck with that. There's hardly any payphones that work anymore. But at the time, that was the thought. And it's like, here's all these tools to take care of how fucked up the world can be. But we don't think we should discuss with our boys um, consent. Like, that's what I don't get, is that when the discussion's brought up, I kind of, like, with guys, I'm like, you know, do you have gray areas in your sexual history that you're kind of, that it makes you question? Is that why? Or, and then suddenly, like, I want to give dudes the benefit of the doubt, and I'm like, are you really just so disgusted you can't believe that people are like that because you're like, what the fuck? Why would you? I mean, because I've known dude friends who are on the opposite side who are just like, I couldn't imagine fucking, you know, taking advantage of a girl like that. Like, if she's passed out fucking drunk, dude, what the hell is that? That's weird. Like, why would you do that? You know? Um, like, you're such a fucking punk, you can't handle when a female tells you no? Like... How much of a fucking pestilent little child do you have to fucking be? And then the only thing you can do is react with fucking violence and tear into a female's body like you have a fucking right to it? Sorry. Like, I get <laughs> It makes me feel a type of fucking way and it makes me angry. It's like every time when a girlfriend or a family member tells me something that happened to them in their life. And I don't care if, if it's, you know, an older generation or a younger generation, anything in between my age... It's still just like, fuck, that happened to you? I don't care if that was during wartime or if that was, you know, because freshmen say, oh, well, that was just how it was. 
My thing is, I'm sick of that being an excuse of that was just how it is or that's just how it was. No, that's not okay. That's not an okay standard. It needs to fucking be. How the fuck are we going to break this generational shit? So that we don't have another fucking generation of young girls who tell fucked up stories of things that have happened to them because they were in unsafe situations or because of they thought they were doing all the right fucking things but still something happened because of the piece of shit men or fucked up family members or things like that. You know, it's like how many friends have discussed like, oh yeah, it's a family member. And it's like, why are predatory family members still okay in a family? Like, why is it just like, oh, we just won't talk about it? Or, well, they're just not invited to a lot of functions. Or, you know, it's like I've had friends who describe things like this to me. And I'm just like, what? Like, that's okay? And it frightens me. I think it's one of the biggest things that frighten me is the whole just, oh, that's just how it is. Like, that's, you got me fucked up if you think I'm going to accept that one. So, yeah, I believe that you should be held accountable for what the fuck you're saying, what you're perpetrating. And because sometimes people don't understand. They don't understand that, damn, what you say does have consequences. What you're just, we're just saying, oh, it's just words, it won't hurt you. Things only have so much power if you give it that. Or it's not meant that way. And it's like, what's this constant gaslighting? Like, Amber Rose just posted something that if a man sleeps with 50 women, you believe him. But if 50 women call a man a rapist, you don't believe him. Food for thought. Thank you for joining me.